Hello and welcome to the Better Days Coaching Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to give you guidance, advice, tools and techniques in the hope that with better understanding and more knowledge, you're able to reach your physique goals whilst maintaining a good relationship with food and your body. I'm Daisy and if at any point you'd like to know more about working with me, then all the information you need will be in the links in the podcast bio or you can always send me a message. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 23 and I'm going to tell you today how to get toned and I'm sorry I did lie to you there. Um, I did draw you in with a bit of falsehood. Um, Muscles don't actually tone so that's a little bit of a myth and when we say look toned we do refer to I guess people looking more chiseled or more defined. So in order to create any muscle definition, you need to first build muscle and then you need to reduce body fat because if you don't have any muscle when you reduce the body fat, you aren't going to be seeing any definition there because there's nothing grown. I'm not sure if that makes sense, but I'm sure that you know what I mean. So in this episode, I'm just going to talk about the key factors that you will need to build muscle And then the key factors that you need to then lose body fat. So one of the key factors is, what do you think? Resistance training. So I know that some people really don't like going to the gym. But unfortunately, it is the only way that you are going to see any muscle definition. Because you need to be following a repetitive program so you need to be doing the same thing week in week out for an extended period of time some people do the same program for months and months as long as you're doing the same main lifts then change your program up slightly every you know six eight twelve weeks is fine but the longer you can do something and keep improving on it the better so that's the second part of the this training part is factoring in progressive overload so you need to be going in each week aiming to increase your load so increase how much weight you're using or increase reps or if you're really starting to struggle to do either of these which if you're new won't be the case if you're new to training it's likely that you can quite quickly improve on weight and reps because you probably initially underestimate how much you can lift anyway Um, and in the first year of training you are most likely to get the most strength and things like that so progressive overload if we're struggling to increase weight or reps we want to look at improving our range of motion or improving the technique or even slowing down the movement or adding a pause so these are all the things that we can do within our resistance training so picking your main compound lifts doing them a couple times a week or varying them throughout the week and getting to that stage where you are able to improve each time that is what's called progressive overload and that is what's going to grow muscle now I know that there are a lot of things out there like uh, body pump classes or reformer pilates classes or bar classes that tell you that they are going to help you get toned long lean muscles now initially they may because 
if you've gone from doing no exercise, then doing this stuff will challenge the muscle. But these things are all really great for muscular endurance, not for hypertrophy, which is building muscle. And you may feel the burn, but that doesn't necessarily equate to muscle building. So by all means, keep these classes in your exercise routine if you enjoy them, but don't solely rely on them to build muscle because you're not going to be seeing the results for the work that you're putting in and initially like I said you will see some you may see some change but that can only go so far so resistance training key factor in building muscle the next is having a high protein diet and spreading the protein out at regular intervals evenly throughout the day so high protein you want to take your body weight in kilograms and times it by 1.8 to 2.2 depending on your current body fat that you have this number can go if you're particularly lean then this number could possibly go up to 2.5 and this also depends on genetics as well or if you've got a little bit more body fat this could be your weight times 1.6 so it depends as I say but erring on the side of caution and you know maybe just going for that middle ground is a great place to start. Um, I know for a lot of people, we don't have that much protein in their diet. I don't eat a huge amount of meat, um, so I have to make a really conscious effort to get protein into my diet regularly. And even if I'm not tracking, sometimes I have to think, okay, well, I better go back to tracking because I don't know if I'm getting enough protein in my diet. I'm adding protein powder to my oats, protein powder to my yogurt. I do eat lots of like eggs and cheese and things like that. But if you aren't eating meat for every meal, which is fine, it's a little bit harder and you do need to make a more conscious effort. So this is where tracking is going to help you. And eating at maintenance or a slight very very slight surplus because if you're eating in a deficit your body is not going to have the energy to build muscle your body needs energy from food and this will come from either eating at maintenance or if you are a leaner individual eating in a slight surplus and I know for so many of us myself included this can be really challenging because you have to get comfortable with the fact that you may gain a very small amount of body fat because we don't want to be eating we don't want to do a massive dirty bulk because actually the science has shown that uh, you will just gain excess body fat rather than um, it doesn't make you grow muscle any faster so we only want to eat a little bit over maintenance just enough to for that extra food to go to the muscle and then again this is why you need to track why you may need to track because making sure that you're eating enough a lot of us try and lose weight and build muscle at the same time and for people with a small lean like this can happen if you're brand new to training maybe if you are in a slightly larger body but this if you're in a slightly smaller body then it's it's like trying to push a pull door you're not going to be seeing those results and you're going to feel like you're getting stuck in a rut and banging your head against the wall and you're going to try and keep doing more eating less and then you'll get yourself into a bad state physically so actually accepting that you're going to spend time out of a deficit in fact we should be spending the majority of our life out of a deficit and just doing small cuts every now and then so focusing on that maintenance um, and recognizing that the scale might go up slightly but if you are building muscle you do want to see the scale go up 
and you're not going to have to be uncomfortable forever you know this is just a short-term thing for the long term so high protein eating at maintenance or slight surplus and one thing I would advise is also getting in a lot of carbs after training because this is going to help recover the glycogen in the muscles which is going to improve recovery of the muscle which is going to help grow it quicker so eating having a good post-workout snack is something I would advise something with high protein high carbs and also it's enjoyable you know when you come to the end of the session and you're like "Mm, I deserve a nice high carb high protein feed uh it's always fun to have food to look forward to at the end um I'm a big fan of food obviously um rest and recovery is so important and often so overlooked so sleep you need to be getting your seven to nine hours hours of sleep to help that muscle recover to help you adhere to your um uh food to your calories to help your uh energy so you can push more in the gym and recovery you need to take time days out of training to allow the muscles to recover otherwise they're never going to rebuild again if you keep on breaking them down and you're not giving them time to the rebuild how are they going to grow so rather than going hard at the gym every day when you're in a muscle building phase you can still have those rest days still have those active recovery days in fact it's important to take those days off you know muscles aren't made in the gym they're made outside of the gym uh, you're just doing putting in the groundwork when you go to the gym. So just because you're in a building phase, it doesn't need, mean you need to dedicate every single day to it. You might want to reduce your cardio. You might want to reduce your steps a little bit. just Or keep the cardio up and keep the steps up and just be eating enough to cover this. The reason I say reduce it slightly is because we want to use it as a tool to help us in the next phase, which is the dieting phase. And the most important thing that you need when it comes to building muscle is time patience and time so it's not going to just happen in three months yes again if you're new to training you might see it happen quite quickly but the longer you can spend in a in a lean building phase the better you're if you can spend six months eight months even a year then you're just going to be seeing better results but I know as I say I understand that can be quite challenging for a lot of us so you know aim for a six-month build and then take a shortcut but you've got to be patient and you've got to be okay with maybe not feeling your most lean and actually muscle building like this period allows you to be more flexible in life. It allows you to have a bit more balance. You don't have to make as much sacrifices. So it's a really fun time. You know, your biofeedback is going to be great. You're going to be feeling strong, you're going to be feeling energized. So enjoy this muscle building phase. Now the part two of how to get toned or how to look to find is to lose body fat. So we've done all, we've built all this fantastic muscle and now we just want to strip away a little bit of the body fat to show off that definition. So nothing really changes from what we've done already. We want to keep resistance training, we want to keep protein high, we want to keep rest and recovery, we want to keep carbs after training. The only two things that really change are time and 
obviously how much we're eating. So even though we're keeping protein high to lose body fat, you must be in a calorie deficit. So we'll have to reduce our calories slightly. And depending on, you can do a mini cut where you go slightly more aggressively, which is six to eight weeks. So you just get in, stick to it every day and get out. Or if you want to make it a bit more life friendly, you can take it to a bit longer, maybe not go so aggressive with it. And, uh, you know, it can be maximum, I'd say four months long, maximum. Try and stick. I'd say three to four is probably the middle ground. Or I actually really enjoy doing a mini cut because I just find it easier just to get in and get out and let your body get back to maintenance afterwards. Um, so the time obviously will differ and depending on the time that you're giving it, will determine your calorie deficit. You know, you can start small, start at 25%, 30%, or you can get more aggressive if you're in a mini cut and have a deficit of maybe even up to 40%. But it's got to be a place that you feel is manageable and it's not gonna cause you to overeat or make you feel like you're restricting. So that's gonna be completely dependent from person to person. And when you finish your, your uh, body, losing body fat phase, we want to bring you back up to maintenance, straight back up to maintenance so that your body can start to adapt upwards and metabolism can adapt, the, the muscle building can happen again and we also have a bit more freedom and we continue to have a good relationship with food, all of that. So we don't want to be living in a deficit. Once you finish your deficit, come straight back up to maintenance. And then at this point, you can decide if you're quite happy with your, your physique, quite happy with where you are, this is when you can start to reduce your training a little bit. Maybe you've gone from training four days a week, you can come down to two days a week, making sure you're hitting all your main lifts and spend some time doing other forms of exercise you enjoy, like including more yoga or including um, Pilates or kickboxing or dancing, whatever it may be, just find some time or or if you really enjoy going hammering the gym four or five days a week but that's fine too but you don't have to live like that we can like everything like we're training our nutrition we can you know sorry like we're periodizing our nutrition we can periodize our training as well you don't need half as much work to maintain muscle as you do need to build it so you know we can take it in phases um, obviously one thing I forgot to mention as well when it comes to losing body fat is we do want to increase our cardio and increase our steps as well just to increase that energy expenditure. So really that is the blueprint for building muscle or looking toned or you know achieving your body goals composition. Um, and what I didn't include in there is anything about mindset at all and that can be really challenging. All of this stuff you can do on your own. You know, you can find your calories online. You could probably find a training guide online, but you won't be having the support to help with the mindset during this because when you come into a dieting phase, you're far more likely to um, have challenges along the way when it comes to your relationship with food and your relationship with your body. And these challenges can arise as well when you're in your muscle building phase because maybe the body changes slightly and you need to challenge previous thoughts to keep going or to keep pushing through this. So that is where I as a coach come in. So if you feel like you'd like some guidance to get through 
coaching or to achieve this, then please do reach out to me and we can work through a phased program. So the Better Days Coaching Method, which I think is episode, ooh, I don't know, there's a few episodes back, sorry, where you can go back and I'll tell you a little bit more about my method. But fundamentally, we're phasing your nutrition, phasing your training to get you to where you want to be. But I am supporting you with mindset in food and body and body image and self-compassion and sleep hygiene and all of this stuff we're going to look at stress management and that is going to help you come out the other side or reach your goals feeling not only better in your body or more comfortable in your body but feeling just better in yourself better relationship to food better relationship to how you look better relationship to how you treat or talk to yourself And that is the difference from from what you get doing it on your own or if you do it with a coach. So if you'd like to learn more about coaching, please do reach out to me. Otherwise, I I hope you found this useful and I will speak to you next time. Bye. Thank you for your time and attention. I appreciate it because your time is valuable. If you want to know more about working with me, head to the links in the podcast bio. And if you enjoyed this episode and found it useful, I'd love to hear from you. So please tag me in your stories at better.days.coaching or you can shoot me a message. And if you know anyone who might benefit or enjoy this episode, why not share it with them? Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.